which we do every single Saturday, almost, almost every hour. My name's Casey Steve, the voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. Come on. That's you, Merced. Planata. El Nido. Los Banos. Hey, they're electing a new mayor out there in Los Banos. Because there's election, an election, an election coming up. Let me get, uh, let me get my state-of-the-art equipment here set up. I missed the Autogram 4000. Well, you talk about a, a spaceship. Felt like you were launching the shuttle every time I operated that. Now we got this digital board here, the Air 3. But we still have the old trusty TAC compact disc player. And we try to nurse along every single week. Is it going to play? Come on, come on, baby. I, I swear there's a squirrel in there. Okay, that's good. All right, here we are, Saturday morning, the 8 o'clock hour. I know. You had to wait a whole hour to hear the uh, rest of the issue on Well 3C, which we're going to cover. It's going to be covered again at the Merced City Council meeting coming up Monday night. That's right, November. November. Today is October 31st, 2020. Um, 8 a.m. hour, 8 a.m. hour, 8 a.m., 6 a.m. We rattled on for a while about different things, and now we're into the 8 o'clock hour. We will have new programming at 9 also. Just to go over our lineup, it's me, 6 a.m., 8 a.m., and 9 a.m., the bonus half hour. Roger Wood comes in there at 7 to 8, Community Conversation, six great episodes. You don't want to miss those. And then 9.30 to 10, Real Living Today with Dr. Bob. We're done with the Candidates Corner. There's no Candidates Corner episodes this week, even though it is before the election Tuesday, the big one. As you know, voting centers are open. Uh, just have a, a quick programming note for those that might have listened to the morning news. I don't know how many of you listen to the morning news. That guy, what does he know? And he was given the wrong information. That was me. Giving the wrong information because I was given the wrong information by my sources. And I kept talking about four voting centers. I remember one of them being at UC Merced. There, there's no voting center at UC Merced. There's no people out there. They were from March. The wrong info. So here's the deal. Just go to the county website at this point. There's 13 voting centers out there somewhere. Barbara Levy, the register of vote. Excuse me, registrar. I know better than that. She's registered a lot of voters, though. I forget how many ballots they've already taken in. Was it... Was it 50,000? Fresno County uh, has taken in more ballots already than they ever took in in their VBMs before. But this election's a little different when we talk about mail-in because it's all mail-in. But, uh, well, it was mail-out. Let's put it that way. It was all mail-out, and you can choose to mail it back in or you can walk it in. It's my understanding about 60% of the ballots have been walked in, leaving the other 40% to uh, harvesters, uh, people bringing them in. Who Who knows? That was... That was some of the concerns. But again, I, I gave out the incorrect voting centers because I had the, the wrong information. I hate doing that. I, I hope nobody is out there beating on the doors of UC Merced, gets a parking ticket or something because they listened to the morning news. So we apologize. Barbara uh, did get the information out, but it was just not picked up by the local media. And I apologize again for that. But there are 13 voting centers. They only needed 11. They gave you 13. Again, going above and beyond, above and beyond. Merced County Elections doing uh, doing a great job over there. Let's get in back into because it's, it's going to go quick. I only got what another 
hour and a half with you folks. The Merced City Council meeting Monday night, Monday, November 2nd, because uh, tomorrow's the first. Can you believe it? Today is the last day of October. We had five Saturdays together. It's just, uh, you know, just wonderful when we can spend five Saturdays together. In November, uh, only four. And of course, Thanksgiving is coming up. The Christmas music will start in about two hours. No, I'm teasing. I don't know when it's going to start. And trick-or-treating, if you guys are out there with the kitties, uh, handing out candy, whatever you're doing, uh, walking around, driving around, headed to uh, headed to dinner, because you know you can go out to dinner before we get back into the purple tier. Be careful. Uh, the kids with the costumes, they not only have to wear the scary mask, but they probably have a, a cloth mask, a bandana. God only knows. You know, talk about looking like a mummy. That's what I'd go as this year. Wouldn't that be easy? Couldn't you just wear one mask and call it a winner? Hey, it's gauze. I don't know. Anyway, uh, where are we? Uh, where are we? Oh, Merced City Council meeting. Let's get back into it. Train of thought. Train of thought. Okay. This was on the consent calendar, item H4. The meeting will be 6 a.m. p.m. Guys, second time I did that. 6 p.m. Monday night over there in the council chambers. Limited seating. As you know, they're, uh, they're still social distancing over there. Yeah, so get there early if you want to be in person. I, it's great to watch it on Facebook. What's kind of cool about Facebook is the comments that the people put up in real time. I tell you, it's like a, like a peanut gallery in there sometimes. This is in response. Item H4 is what we're talking about. City response to the civil grand jury report regarding Wealth 3C investigation. I covered this in depth a few weeks ago. Again, you can go back into the archives of Citizen Watch on 1480kyos.com, clicking on podcasts. And there they all are, 142 shows after we get done with this weekend, which is just incredible when I look back on it. And that's just a fraction of what I've done here in the 10 years at the radio station. So it's all there for you to listen to. If that doesn't put you to sleep, non-narcotic, you're going <laughs> to, you you have insomnia. You truly do. Anyway, uh, we covered this well 3C a few weeks ago. This well is over there on 13th and Canal ironically enough, right over there by the Catholic Church. Uh, they've been they've been releasing uh, water into the storm drain for three years, November of 17 to June of uh, this last year, June of 2020. The civil grand jury uh, is impaneled every year. They uh, kind of a, a community watchdog. There's a criminal van, uh, grand jury and a civil grand jury. As you can imagine, criminal is, uh, you know, bad things. Misdemeanors, felonies, that sort of thing. Civil grand jury is, uh, you know, more process, not following the rules, government watchdog, that sort of thing. Citizen watchdog. Anyway, uh, they had a problem with this well. 3C, there was a carbon filter uh, filtration system, GAC, as they uh, affectionately call it, granulated activated carbon, similar to what they're using over in Atwater to remedy their TCP-123 $60 million windfall over there. Uh, the same type of filtration system. Big vessels filled with this stuff. It gets contaminated. You change it out. Well, this stuff got contaminated early on with bacteria, which really leads you to believe to either an operational or an ins installation error, or maybe both. And so instead of using the water, the water being usable, they had to keep pumping the water through the filter to not completely screw it up and there was the only thing they could do with it is pump it into the storm drain the problem is it went on for almost three years you can do your math uh, definitely 30 months right november june anyway november of 17 to june of, of 20 20 20 20 so here was the uh letter that was written to the city 
excuse me, to the judge of the Merced Merced County Superior Court because they oversee the civil grand jury. It's just folks like you and me that sign up. Uh, they're sworn in. They have the investigative power, the subpoena power, all that. They can walk in. Hey, let me see the, you know, let me see your badge type of thing. They can uh, request records, is which they did in this case. And so everybody responds back. I read Barbara Levy's, uh, the Registrar of Voters' response to the observation of the March election. And so let me read the city of Merced. This is dated November blank 2020. Again, this is a draft. It has not been officially approved. That's what the council meeting is Monday night. Again, I hope somebody pulls this item from consent and discusses it, uh, discusses it, uh, talks about it, and gets a little more answers than the ones we've got here. Because we don't need to see this go on, especially we know how precious water is, my friends. In California, you know, whiskey's for drinking, water's for fighting over. And we don't need to fight over this, but we certainly don't need to be wasting it. To the Honorable Gene Schechter, presiding judge, Merced County Superior Court, P.O. Box, blah, 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 Merced, California, rah, 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 regarding City Well, City of Merced, Well, 3C, dear Judge Schechter, on August 14, 2020, this past August 14, 2020, the City of Merced received the civil grand jury report relating to a complaint received regarding the City's Municipal Well 3C, pursuant to Penal Code Section 933.05, the City Council provides the following responses to the grand jury's finding. F123456 and recommendations are 1234 because the grand jury is very thorough and again I'm not going to read the old report go back to the old show uh, the old you can't miss it grand jury findings F1 that well 3C this is what the grand jury found that well 3C pumps 864,000 gallons of water into the storm drain every day city council response the city council disagrees partially with the grand jury finding well, 3C has a pumping capacity of 3,000 gallons per minute GPM, and the system flow was minimized to below 800 GPM. Now, they don't tell you how much below 800. And let me tell you, 3,000 gallons a minute, my friends, that's a, a lot of water. You know, you talk about trying to drink from the tap. Can you imagine that coming out? That'd blow your, blow your dog right off the old hose bib there. He you know, comes up, oh, I want some draw. Oh, no, no. Hold, stand back, Fido. So 3,000 gallons, well, they had it, they had it cranked down to a, to a paltry 800 gallons a minute. In accordance with the treatment system operational operations plan and as a means, this is why they had it at 800 gallons a minute, uh, to comply with the treatment operation plan as a means to not further exacerbate, big word there, the existing bacterial contamination issue, issue in the wellhead carbon treatment vessels. These big tanks. The water running through the treatment system did not meet water quality standards, and the stormwater system was the only viable discharge location. In addition, a contractual dispute between the city and the contractor regarding who was responsible, responsible for and how to remedy the bacterial contamination issue contributed to the amount of time the system was offline and pumping into the storm drain system. Ultimately, the city council contracted with a separate company to perform the necessary work to bring the system back online and paid the contractor with funds withheld from the original contractor who failed to perform the work. The site has not been discharging the storm. Uh, let's see. The site has not been discharging to the storm drain since this issue was corrected and it was returned to service on June 11th. 2020. So they do have a specific date. Now, it started in 2017. They don't dispute that. 
The cost of the work wasn't fully covered. They say the funds were withheld from the original contractor. Well, was it enough to cover the work that was done by the new and separate company? And when they talk about the time the system was offline because of a contractual dispute, 30 months? 30 months and we just pumped that bad boy into the storm drain? When they say there was no viable alternative, I I think fixing the system... Uh, would have been viable. I can understand having to pump the water through, but again, a lot of a lot of water. And again, again, I use my MCOE math here, folks. And I've done the calc. I had to write it out because I don't want to bore you with the mechanics. But 800 gallons per minute. Now, this is what they said: the flow was minimized to below 800 gpm. Well, they can't tell us what, so let's take that. You know, when they print something, you can you can almost believe that's probably close to what it was. So 800 gallons per minute. Now, I'm going to impress you here. There's 60 minutes in a uh, in an hour. Uh, so 60 times 800 times 24 hours, because that's how many hours is in a day. That's 1,152,000 gallons. Now, the grand jury report was 864,000 gallons. So maybe they graded on the curve, kind of like MCOE. Thank God they had the bell curve. or I never would have got out of, out of school. But 864,000, and the way I calculate it, it's a million one. So again, I don't see a lot of uh, disagreement here about what the grand jury second. That's uh, what the grand jury said. That's 13 gallons a second, my friends. 1,300 gallons a second. I seem to remember in the grand jury report they mentioned 600 gallons per minute. I did not know this well could pump 3,000 gallons a minute. Thank God it's not doing that. Uh, can you imagine where what that would 3,000 gallons a minute for three years for three years? Okay, finding F2, that well, 3C, this is, these are findings. This is what the grand jury found. This is the city's response in a letter that may or may not go out. This is a draft. That well, 3C has been offline and pumping water into the storm drain system since approximately November of 2017. City council response, the city council disagrees partially with the grand jury finding. In other words, they don't totally disagree. Oh, we're out of time. Can you believe it? They don't totally disagree with the, uh, with the finding, but uh, they partially disagree uh, we'll uh, we'll get into the reasoning. It's it's a it's a beauty, folks. But again, hey, you, you try to make lemonade out of lemons. We're we're not opposed to that. And again, all we want to see is this problem not repeated in the past. And I, I am concerned uh, that we haven't fully addressed it. And that's why I'd like to see the item pulled for further discussion. Maybe I'll be there to do that. We're out of time for this segment of Merced County Morning News. My name for this segment of Merced County Morning News. My name is Casey Steed, the voice of your valley. Merced's News Talk. 107.3 FM 1480 AM KYOS. Stick with us through the break, please. vote that's what they want you to do vote early i always wait till election day i know the registrar doesn't like hearing that if everybody was like me well that's why they have election day isn't it hey here we are second segment the 8 a.m hour citizen watch my name's casey steed the voice of your valley on merced's news talk 107.3 fm 1480 a.m kyos k yosemite so happy to have you here with me on this Saturday morning, October 31st, 2020, the last Saturday in October. It's Halloween, the Halloween special. Uh, don't forget to set those clocks back. Fall back. 
So easy to remember. Spring forward, fall back. I don't know why we're still doing this in the 20th century. This was something, you know, we had to bring in the sheaves, the wheat, the the corn. I don't know what. This playing with the clock. There's people that still believe we lose, an, you know, like the sun moves or something. No, it's the same. The circles around the sun, the moon, whatever, however it works. I forget. Remember the planet thing in school? Had the chains on it and now all the wheels and the planets moving around. It's so fascinating. But we still uh, mess with the clock as if it does something other than I have to set my clocks. Now, the only good thing about this time of year, and again, Mike Conway with the city of Merced might have saved my life unknowingly. When they recommend, he recommended on Roger's show, that uh, in addition to setting your clocks backwards or forwards, whatever you do, that's the time of year to look at those batteries in the old smoke detector. Now, a lot of the new smoke detectors, you just rip it out, throw it in the landfill, let it you know deteriorate in 100 years. But the old ones, you had to put the 9 volt in, you know, that chirping noise, you know, chirp, chirp. You know, finally people just rip the battery out. Don't do that. Put a battery in, a new battery, better yet. Go down and get the two-pack, the four-pack. Yay, yeah, put one in the kids' room. What the heck? Put one in the kids' room, uh, you know, to cover them. They have the smoke and carbon monoxide. That's right. The silent, deadly killer. Uh, anyway, make sure you get all that. Monoxide, carbon monoxide, or is it dioxide? No, that's what's in soda. Carbon monoxide, you know, in case the furnace doesn't light off some night. And you guys never wake up. Horrible when that happens. Horrible when that happens. And it usually, I, you're going to hear about one or two, Not hopefully not in Merced, but somewhere in the country, whenever the weather gets cold, you know, you got to check the flu, make sure the mice haven't, the pigeon hasn't made a nest up there. You know, the gas has had, because you can't see it. It's odorless, colorless. And so get that. So this is a good time of year. And Mike Conway suggested that. And I realized over there at the city of Merced, Mike Conway, PIO, I don't know, legislate, what does he do now? Anyway, he, he mentioned that. I said, you know, Michael, I have not changed my batteries in so long. I need to, you know, you might have, you might have, uh, you might have saved the voice of the valley. So again, check them. Don't, don't be like Case. Check those, check those smoke detector batteries. Okay, let's get right back into it. This is Well 3C over there at the city of Merced. Pumping water into the storm drain system as if we need to do that. Now, they're going to justify this as a good idea, but it's not It's not something you normally do. I don't think that's what we put the wells in for. This is the, uh, the old uh, water tower over there by the Catholic Church on 13th and Canal. It's actually a historical landmark, my friends. I really think that that should be turned into a park. The water tower kept. It should be some sort of a uh, rally point for the south side, for the west side, whichever way your compass works in this town, for District 2. I think it would make a nice little community park. There's a lot of apartments around there. I'm not saying they use the water tower as a jungle gym, but it could be painted very nicely. It gives a lot of natural shade. Again, a rallying point, a place to hold community meetings. Again, what else are you going to do with it? They got a bid to tear it down. They can't afford to tear it down. Came in, I don't know, way over the engineer's estimate. It's not being used as a water tower. Uh, but they, they finally got the pumps on. So let's continue. Okay, finding F2 that Well 3C has been offline and pumping water into the storm drain system since November of 17. City Council disagrees partially, but, uh, you know, yeah, we agree partially, too. That's what that means. 
Because if it's partially disagree, that means you partially agree, right? Here's what they say. The water running through the treatment plant did not meet water quality standards due to a carbon bacteria issue and a contractual issue and bad installation and bad maintenance. And the stormwater system was the only viable discharge location, not the only viable option. I mean, we could have fixed it, right? During the period from November 2017 to when the well was placed back in service, let's just say when that was, June of 2020. So again, put 2020 over 2017, and that gives you the number of years. The well ran intermittently. However, based on the base, the best available data at the time, and there was a long time, only the only an average discharge rate can be determined, not exact amounts. And so we'll go back into the previous answer of 800 gallons per minute. The site has not been discharging to the storm drain since it was returned to service on June 11th. Okay. Okay. But uh, it has since November of 2017. So, you know, it's a kind of an answer, isn't it? F3, finding F3, that the water from well 3C has been given to MID, Merced Irrigation District, at no cost to MID. Because what happened with this water flow, uh, folks, flow, what happened to the water flow, folks? I was trying to get that out. Is it went into the storm drain. The storm drain dumps out over there by Merced Avenue, by the old Pepsi plant. Remember the old Pepsi plant, the Building we own, City of Merced, got vandalized, was worth 600000 We sold it for two hundred. Anyway, over there is where it discharges into a canal and either flows into the canal uh, southwest, uh, where does water flow? West, northwest, out to the ocean. And then it, uh, or it gets pumped underneath the airport to Thornton Road, Thornton Road over there by Thornton Road. So the finding was that it was given, hey, at least we gave it to MID. So here's the city council's response. The city council disagrees with the grand jury finding. Now, this one, they just disagree with. They, yeah, come on. We weren't given to it. And it cost. Consistent with the overall design, construction permit, and consistent with regulatory compliance for stormwater drainage, water flows through the city's stormwater drainage conveyance system and ultimately, okay, water flows through the city's stormwater drainage conveyance system and ultimately discharges into MID's facilities downstream to Hartley Slough, the non-potable Water discharge from well site 3C to the stormwater system provides auxiliary benefits such as groundwater recharge through percolation from unlined canals and enhanced fish and wildlife habitat. Wildlife habitat. So, see how you make lemonade out of lemons. Look, we were pumping water. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, it was supposed to be drinking water, of course, but it wasn't. And the only place we could put it was in the stormwater system. Now, it wasn't storm water, was it? No, of course not. There was no storm. The only storm they had is the uh, between the contractor that was supposed to install this system correctly, the people that were supposed to operate it correctly in the city of Merced. That was the only storm that was going on. But anyway, they had all this water. They had to keep the system going. They pump it into the stormwater system. It goes out to Hartley Slough, and the thought is, well, uh, because it's uh, you know it's going to enhance, because the canals are unlined, you know, they're dirt, you could put it on the ground, and the same thing would happen, my friends. And why isn't the city of Merced doing that? Why don't we have a little pit out there at the airport, a piece of vacant land, you know, that's really green right now, that we could have dumped it on the ground. I don't know. But, you know, again, that's why they gave it to MID for free. So they don't, they disagree, but they don't disagree. I mean, it was given to MID at no cost. And there was a cost to the city. There was a cost to the ratepayers because water funds are what they call enterprise funds, my friends. Enterprise funds are funds that pay for themselves through the fees they collect. Now, there's nothing wrong with having a little money in the bank, ask Atwater. They, they had so much money in the bank in the wastewater treatment fund, they borrowed from it. So Merced um, has been expending money they didn't have to expend out of this fund to pump this water, which was not stormwater, 
So let's call it what it was. It was waste. Finding F4, that the cost of the wasted water... Who came up with that? That the cost of the wasted water and pumping costs averaged close to $30,000 per month. Because that pump doesn't run on love. It's like the transmitter, the spark gap at an undisclosed location that you're hearing my voice from. It doesn't run on love, folks. No, we need you to advertise. City Council response. The City Council disagrees partially with the grand jury finding. That means they agree partially with the $30,000. The value of the water itself and the cost of pumping water are acknowledged. However, however, come on, come on. Neither untreated groundwater nor bacteria-laden water can be introduced into the city's drinking water system. Well, no kidding. No kidding. Why do you think they have backflow preventers so you don't uh, introduce your toilet water into the city system? Discharge into slash from the stormwater piping conveyance system has non-waste benefits of recharging groundwater through percolation from unlined canals, not out of the manhole covers, no. No, from percolation from unlined canals. You know, it's like when it rains here in this town and the storm water conveyance system doesn't work real good, you know, like down there on 18th Street in front of Wired Cafe along R Street. You know, you get these big bird baths. Actually, you could land a whole flock of geese in these things. Well, you know, that's a benefit. It's a benefit. Come on. When it runs over the curb onto your lawn... Uh, that's recharging the groundwater, according to the city. So they go on. Discharge into and from the stormwater piping conveyance system has non-waste benefits of recharging groundwater through percolation of unlined canal. It also provides habitat enhancement for aquatic species. You, you could, <laughs> Yeah, aquatic species, I bet. Because this ran nonstop, well, they say intermittently, but day and night for three years during the winter, too. Now, when it rains and, and you know, there's rain everywhere and we're still pumping... 800 gallons a minute. I guess that's a benefit, isn't it? Again, lemonade out of lemons, folks. How much did it cost? They never, they never, they, you know, they admit that it cost money. So I guess it was $30,000. But they're saying the water couldn't be used. Well, why pump it? If you can't use it, why pump it? Electricity costs money. Again, it's, it's, it's lost revenue from the water account. And again, I don't know what they were thinking over there. Three years to resolve this problem. Absolutely unacceptable. Finding F5. That the department... The Public Works received a quote of $70,000 for the caustic disinfection of Well 3C, including labor chemicals and training for city employees. City Council response. I love this one, folks. The City Council disagrees partially with the finding. The subject carbon disinfection quote received did not include the cost of chemicals. Oh, we left out sales tax. We left out, uh, you know, I mean, come on, really? What, you left out the cost of the postage stamp to mail the payment? I mean, how much were the chemicals? Was that another seventy? Was that four hundred million? Was that thirty thousand dollars a month for three years? That's an inadequate response. That's a that's a cop out. If I ever heard one, and you expect the grand jury, you know, maybe they didn't have that invoice. I bet they had to dig for the information they got. So, how much was it? And was it covered by the contractor default payment that we supposedly held? I don't know. Finding F6, that the maintenance logbooks contain multiple blank lines between entries. City Council responds. The City Council agrees with the finding. Period. Why is that? Has that been determined why? Why are there blank findings? You know, it's, it's this is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. We need to know why those logbooks, logbooks aren't maintained. Are we doing that over at the sewer plant? You do stuff like that. You know, you don't show when you added the chemicals, when you turned it on, when you turned it off. Maybe that's why the system got fouled up in the first place.
Only Ken Elwin knows. Maybe the public works director will comment on this. I don't know. But why, why weren't the logbooks kept? Did that show that maybe this system wasn't operated properly? Finding F7, that the public is unaware of the 864,000 gallons of water being pumped into the storm drain every day from November of 2017 to June of 2020. City Council response, the City Council agrees with the grand jury finding, period. However, the city submits monthly water production and system-wide losses, uh, system-wide loss data to the State Water Resources Control Board. Additionally, the city submits annual, annual water loss audits to the Department of Water Resources. See the link below. The city returned well 3C to service in January 11th and is no longer discharging water into the storm drain. But it has been since November of 2017, and I love this answer. The city said, hey, we're up front. We let everybody know about those water reports. All you got to do is go to this link, dig down through the data, you know, uh, make some assumptions. I'm sure it was clear as mud of where the water was being wasted. So, <laughs> again, the, 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 the public was unaware. City Council agrees with the findings. And to say that the information was in there somewhere, that's like going and trying to dr- drill down through the budget and find a specific expenditure and see if it's right or wrong. So, again, I, I think that uh, a little disingenuous there to say the public could have been aware it's uh it's one thing to uh let it you know it's not hide and seek it's not hide and seek let's not play hide and seek with public information well we're out of time for this segment of merced county morning news we have one more left in the eight o'clock hour halloween so happy you're here with us my name is casey steve the voice of your valley on merced's news talk 107.3 fm 1480 am kyos we'll be right back to dance the night away or the morning away with citizen watch my name is casey steve the voice of your valley on Merced's news talk 107.3 fm 1480 am kyos kyos ah little van halen uh, dancing the night away dancing the morning away with uh, you and i every saturday we try to spend a little time together here it is the end of october halloween Fell on a Saturday, on a Citizen Watch Day, the 8 a.m. hour, October 31st, 2020. Again, so happy you're here with us. Let's just keep going through this. Grand Jury Reporter will never get done. This is the City Council's response to Well 3C. This is the, uh, what is that called? Uh, Historical Landmark over there, 13th and Canal, coincidentally enough. We were up to the response where the public was unaware the water's being pumped into the storm drain, and they are unaware. And, you know, is, is it really fair to ask you to go to the Water Control Resources Control Board and look at the, the reports that are submitted every month? I, I don't think so. But they give you the link if you want to. Grand jury recommendations. Now, these are recommendations. In other words, not only does the grand jury slap your wrist and say, hey, you're not supposed to do this, or we don't think you're supposed to do this, you're doing wrong, but this is what we suggest you do to fix the situation recommendation number one that well 3c be disinfected and brought back in line brought back online excuse me and in line with the city uh 
policies and procedures by December 31st of this year or decommission to present to prevent continued waste of water and costs associated with pumping. I mean, wouldn't that make sense? And of course, as you know, as we've already talked about, city council response is the recommendation for disinfection has been implemented. The system was disinfected on March 26th and placed in service on June 11th. So again, that's quite a period of time, March, April, May, June. What is that? How many fingers is that? March to April, May, June. Three fingers. Three months. Okay, so it was placed back into service on June 11th, supplying the city's residents with treated drinking water. So in other words, it's working now. It's not storm water, which again, big benefit for you folks that care about aquatic life on your water bill. The recommendation for well 3C decommissioning is not necessary as the system is now operational and back online. For how long, we don't know, because why did it go offline in the first place? Have they remedied this problem? Has Ken Elwin, Ken Elwin, is Mr. Elwin the public's uh, public works director? I think you have to have some degrees, some sort of certifications to, I know to operate the sewage system, you got to, I don't know about water. Maybe you just turn on the tap. Recommendation number two. And it was brought back in, you know, again, I just want to go back to recommendation one. I, you know, it was brought back into service on June 11th. And I wonder why, after three years, was it because of the grand jury scrutiny on the issue and the embarrassment of realizing that you've been wasting a precious resource, that you've been scolding everybody through applications and higher fees? on their water bills for wasting water. Recommendation number two, that water running to waste, I hate that term, rot, that water running to waste from well 3C be sold or directed to groundwater recharge basins, basins immediately until well, well 3C goes back online. City Council response is the recommendation is not necessary due to the fact that the system is now operational and was placed into service on June 11, 2020. They love to let you know when it went back into service. My question here, my little notation is, what if it happens again? Why has the city not had their own groundwater recharge basin for stormwater runoff? What about just stormwater runoff? Huh? What about that? Why are we sending that out to the Hartley Slough uh, way west of town? Great for the cranes, great for the pelicans or whatever else lands out there, falls in. But why don't we, uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe it's just old case. But why don't we recharge the water in the areas that were sucking it out of the ground? Why don't we send it uh, through the uh, online ditches to the aquatic life? Why don't we, uh, why don't we uh, take care of the human life, the people that are paying the water bills here in Merced? Again, we have all this land everywhere, you know, where the Walmart distribution center was going to go. Why don't, we, <laughs> why don't we build a depression out there? CP42, the soccer fields. The park out there on Tyler Road, why aren't we dumping it out there? Why don't we have a place to dump it the next time that we have bacterial contamination, that we want to help aquatic life? Why don't we help life here in Merced? Why don't we help Sigma here in Merced? We're you know, they just, have you looked at your property taxes, my friends? There's an agency for this. So again, I, I don't think that just because the well is back in operation, we should poo-poo the idea of groundwater recharge basins here within the city of Merced, within the city limits, and not rely on uh, the discharge into the Merced Irrigation District conveyance system, which is a wonderful system. I love it. I'm a customer. You're never going to hear me say anything bad about the MID organization or their conveyance system because it's a, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. It could not be recreated today in today's regulatory environment, and it's our lifeblood, my friends. It's our economy. 
But to put it off and say, well, you know, they can use the water. Well, we can use the water. And we don't need to pump it if we don't have to. You know, you want to take care of goldfish, uh, you know, get a tank. Okay, here's uh, recommendation number three. That the public works logbooks be maintained from this point forward with no blank spaces between entries as best practices for maintaining a proper logbook. I mean, did you ever guys keep a diary? You know, do you ever have to fill out something, a time card? Do they fill out a time card over there? Boy, I bet if there were some missing spots and we didn't get paid, they'd tighten that up, wouldn't they? Hey, were you here Tuesday? Well, we'll just put a big goose egg there, a big zero. Oh, no, 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 I was here. No, don't you remember, boss? I had to turn the pup on. So the city council responds, this recommendation will not be implemented as new. Because it is the city's current public works department policy to not have blank entries in the well site's logbooks. Well, well, if it's the policy, why were there blank spaces? I mean, this is, is, this, is this musical chairs? Staff training on compliance with existing, citizen, uh, with existing city policies is ongoing. You know, that's that continual training, those perishable skills. You know, you forget to, how to fill out your, your time card. This reminds me of the teachers not knowing how to set the alarms at the schools. We had a big problem, I don't know if we still do, with false alarms at the school sites. You know, they, could, they can't, you know, it's like an ATM code. You know, they can do the direct deposit, but they can't figure out how to set the alarm. So now we don't know how to, how to write a logbook. Ongoing staff training and compliance with existing city policies is ongoing. I hope it is. I hope it is. You know, on at 8, off at 9. Can this be uh, remotely done? I mean, they had SCADA, this uh, s- secure control and and uh, applica- uh, application I don't I don't understand I don't understand why we can't fill out a logbook recommendation number 4 and we're almost to the end of this 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 exercise the recommendation number 4 from the grand jury on well 3C that the public be informed about the water running to waste I hate that term running to waste folks from this point forward until it's repaired and of course it's been repaired so the city council response is this recommendation will not be necessary as the carbon bacteria contamination problem has been resolved after three years, and well, 3C water, I added the three years, and well, 3C water is no longer discharging into the storm drainage system. Now, we have 22 other wells in the city, my friends, I believe, 20-some. And uh, has the lesson been learned? Has the lesson been learned? Do we need to uh, inform the public when water is running to waste? I say we do. Of course, the city would say, hey, just look at the uh, State Water Resources Control Board report. It's on page, uh, I don't know, 3,000. You know, I, I don't know. They send you the water quality in the mail. Why don't they do that? Okay, let's go through. That was, <laughs> did we spend enough time on item H4? Uh, consent calendar, item H5, uh, professional service agreement with Interwest Consulting uh, and CSG Consultants in the Bureau Veritatis North America. For building services included, but not limited to plan checking and inspection services for a term of two years. I really wish this could be brought back in-house, my friends. Really wish this could be brought back in-house. We should have counter checks. This takes too long. Send it to Modesto. Send it somewhere else. Three, four weeks, a month to get your plans back on a simple, simple thing. I can understand the big, you know, ground ups, four stories, you know, the the UC uh, campus, something like that. But come on. We really need to bring this back in-house. If, if you have to go outside for plan checking services, have something in-house that you can get done over the counter. You know, we try to make everything one stop, one time, and it's anything but. So I, I hope that we can do better and we don't have to continue this for two years if, if we are going to go down this road. 
Uh, the waiver for the competitive bidding requirements, approval of the animal control contract uh, with the county of Merced to provide housing, handling, securing, transfer, and disposition of cats and dogs captured uh, by ordinance or code and delivered to the city's designated animal control provider. Uh, poor Fifi or Fluffy, uh, they don't, you know, you don't want to see them go away in the van. You may never see them again. Not to say they won't try to get them back to you if they have a chip. Norm Andrade had a wonderful policy. He was the former police chief here in town. Uh, no nonsense, Norm, I like to call him. He really, uh, he just, he did, he took care of business. Take it, TCB, baby. And uh, we have a, we have a gun range for a reason. It was a great way to get a little extra training in and uh, really cut our animal disposal costs back in the day. But now I don't know what we're paying for animal. It's pretty high. I was going to look into that, but I didn't have time. But hey, we're approving the contract. So again, hang on to Fluffy and Fifi. Don't let them hang out, hang outside unaccompanied. Uh, let's see, a three-year contract, three-year lease agreement. City of Merced for some office space over there in the Merced Transportation Center. People may not realize that we own the Transpo Center. It's where the uh, California Welcome Center is, one of the few that we have in California. Great rental rates over there, $249, $294 a month. Javier Rodriguez doing businesses, Viejas, uh, California. I don't know what the heck they do over there, but uh, great rental rates. I think that includes all the utilities. That's uh, that's uh, everything, baby. That's that's the whole nine yards. So, again, Prop 15 goes up. I wonder if the county's rental rates will go up like the private sector. Uh, then we go to consent item H8, uh, H8. Say that real quick. Approval for the First Amendment Professional Services Financial Credit Network for collection services. That's right. Are you delinquent? Of course, as you know, we haven't been doing a lot of collections here in the city of Merced because of the COVID, uh, your water bill, that sort of thing. I think this is for the alarm violations, city fines, that sort of thing. Again, uh, you got to have somebody out there beating on the door, threatening to threatening to take you to court, uh, ruin your credit, whatever. So we're going to sign an agreement for that. Again, I don't know why that can't be done in-house. I think we used to do that. I know we used to do it at the county, but again, staff time, blah, blah, blah. Problem is they, not problem, but they, you know, they get a cut. Uh, so I guess it pencils out. Somebody's looking at that. Request for operation, authorization, excuse me, to apply for the Federal Aviation Administration, FAA, grant for the Airport Capital Improvement Plan Program. That's the, uh, how much is that? Does it say here? It's a few million bucks. And what they're basically going to do is use it for operational costs, going to free up some money uh, from the from the uh, budget over there for the airport, Merced Airport. I'm not talking about Castle Airport, Commerce Center, Mid-International Trade District, whatever they call that place. No, this is the uh, beautiful airport we have over here off of Grogan with the little jet, you know, perched up there on the static display. They're going to do some runway improvements. The way I understood this last time, the closer to the runway, the more things you can do. The further you get away, the less you can do, parking lots, that sort of thing. The airport needs love, my friends. It needs love. I don't know what the the specific project list is, but this is a gateway to Merced, whether people want to realize it or not. You know, you drop out of the sky and you see that, and uh, it hasn't changed since the 60s or 70s, so it needs some love. Adoption of resolution setting a public hearing uh, for the compliance report development impact fees. Again, we go back and forth on what it costs to do business in this community. We try to uh, help the builders, help the community. There's a cost of providing services. We need not forget that. The fees need to be uh, representative of that to reflect those costs. Our TIF was a big uh, bug in my bonnet a few years ago. This was the regional transportation impact fee that we charged to all developers, to all projects. We got rid of it. Trying to be more uh, streamlined, more business friendly. Well, if you've looked at the roads around here, and the taxes that we implemented subsequent to RTIF being shelved, SB1, uh, 
what was the uh, pave our roads, bypass AB, whatever, you know, all of these things. The local Measure V, that's what it is, Measure V. God bless Measure V. Anyway, we really need to look at the fees we charge to the developers, the development fees. So, again, that's on the that's on the calendar for consent item. We'll get into the rest of the Merced City Council meeting in the bonus half hour, as well as the Atwater City Council meeting. Try to cover some of the election choices you have out there because Election Day is coming up. But we're out of time for this segment of Merced County Morning News. It goes so quick. It goes so quick, my friends. I must... Do I talk too much? Don't answer that question. Wait till we're off the air. Don't hurt my feelings. Or can you? My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. Couldn't do it without you. We'll see you later.